In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Today is National Pickle Day. Hey, happy National Pickle Day. Uh, That's big no for me. I mean, yes, pickles, but no cucumbers. And they're kind of, I mean, they taste different, but they're the same base. Well, base plants, right? Yeah. <laughs> you do know that, right? They are. Uh, in fact, I love and pickles. You, and you don't like vinegar, which that's what pickles are swimming in. Well, yeah, if you make them that way. No, I don't. I, that's not related, though. I'm telling you. <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> okay. Com- cucumbers contain phytochemicals, and a lot of these compounds are uh, re- are. Bitter, pungent, and repulsive to a certain population who have a, uh, I don't know, a certain gene uh, called TAS2R38. It makes me special, but I think it's about 10% of the population has it. It's like poison. It says right in this, it's bitter like poison. Well, and is that the same thing that happens to people with cilantro, that some Uh, love it and some say it tastes and smells like soap? When yeah. they in, when they eat it, they're like, "Oh, I'm eating a mouthful of soap." I I could do without cilantro for the rest of my life as well. Not quite as poisonously repugnant as uh, cucumbers. I'm telling you, if a slice of cucumber touches my lettuce in a salad, you can't it's do done. it. Done. Like you remove it? No, because it's left behind the poison. I can taste it. Well, and they're very wet. <laughs> They're oh, yeah. a, a very wet uh, slice, so I guess if you did have it on your lettuce, yeah. it would kind of leave a little scent and taste behind. That's my wife. The, they're just they're so tasteless, and and, and I know yeah. no, it's poison. I'm telling you. What about even the smell of cucumbers? Oh. Because re- back in the '90s, the big scent was cucumber melon lotion at Bla- Bath and Body Works. Yeah, did no. your daughter ever use that? I don't know. Probably not, because you would have known. Well, the smell reminds me. of... Of the taste and it's oh yeah it repugnant. was pungent yeah so last uh, last moment here I decided well on this pickle day is there a food that most people seem to love that you can't stand for whatever that is we want to hear from that and and if you're with me are you one of the population where the cucumber is like poison on your tongue <laughs> until it's pickled we're we're special I'm going to make T-shirts. TAS2R38 and proud of it. <laughs> People are going to go, wait, what? hold on, what? 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 Is that Elon Musk's name of his next child? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, Facebook.com slash your morning show. Thank you uh, for participating. As always, seems like there's been a lot of food posts. Well, you know, we're coming into that food holiday season where it's all about the food. That's right. We can always count on you to participate in the subject on this. I love sliced pickles on my sandwich. I like dill flavor, of course. Now, Dan Lang, top fan Dan, who yesterday, you may have heard, ate a tarantula. I I feel like all of his comments now when it comes to food are null and void. I'm sorry, Dan. Love you, but I I don't know if I can trust your your eating. He he even says, give me a good old tarantula, but I don't like pickles, seafood, mustard, mushrooms, or coleslaw. Very specific. I can pass on coleslaw. There was one, one at the old, um, it used to be Melvin's. Now it's the Zorba's location. Whatever chef mm-hmm. there, I'm like, I can be a big boy. I'll try his coleslaw. I couldn't get enough. 
It was, I don't know yeah. what. It was so good. I would eat it by the bowl. That's the only I, one. That and every other kind of coleslaw. Uh, mm. uh, I do love I it. Usually, oh, sauerkraut. Thank you, Anya. I don't like to oh. eat what smells like an NFL player's jock strap coming out of the can. I do. Yeah, I eat it all the time. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I would I would eat bowls of sauerkraut too. Again, keep in mind what my husband says. You eat like a troll. Mushrooms, onions, sauerkraut, yeah, coleslaw. Uh, give it to me. Well, when we say what's a food item most seem to like but you can't stand, this is a new one. Dana says popcorn. I could take it or leave it to be honest. But I don't, it's not like I hate it. Is it just because of the way it gets in your teeth? Like the be. kernels tend to stick in your teeth? Because I would say I don't. I wouldn't put it in the hate category, but I feel that way kind of with blackberries and raspberries. I like the flavor, but I don't enjoy eating them because of the seeds. The little seeds get stuck in your teeth. Top fan Tim Smith is uh, my brother from another mother. Hates cucumber. And tomatoes. And again, I can eat tomatoes in ketchup, in sauce, but a raw tomato, it's a texture thing. As uh, uh, And then, of course, the smell. Don't make me go back into that story of the tomato that hit me in the, the face smell. in grade school. Well, I think that's where this, this problem starts. In the head? <laughs> it's traumatic. It's a traumatic experience. No. Yeah. Cucumbers. It's a gene, and I have it. And uh, I saw Shauna also, cucumber and avocado. Keep them coming at Facebook.com slash Your Morning Show. I just thought of mine. Yeah. All the, it took me all this time, all morning. Bananas. Oh. They're, it's the consistency of the mush. I love banana flavor mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. in like a smoothie. I love it. But to eat a banana, and I buy them thinking that this will be the day where I change and I can eat it like a grown adult. But that first bite, I'm like, oh, mushy, and I don't really like it. So then I let them get brown and nasty on the counter, and then I peel them and I freeze them, and I end up putting them in smoothies. Why don't I just start with that? Don't. Let them, like, buy them green. I would prefer a banana that leans green more than, quote, ripe. Because I'm with you on that soft. Yeah, it's too much. But I swear from the trip home from the store, I buy them the greenest of green in the store. (laughs) I get home and they're like, pretty yellow Uh already. They get any brown spots on it at all. It gets into that soft range. That's why when I go to the store, I'll pick up. Three, maybe four, if I'm living dangerously. Because I know they're not going to last. My wife comes home with two bunches of a dozen. Wait, how many are you <laughs> going to eat a day? Charm. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Those are going to be black by two days from now. <laughs> so, she has high hopes that you guys are eating nothing but bananas for every uh, meal and, and snack. And she makes a very good banana bread, so I shouldn't complain. Cause well, most it's of the good are, thing. Uh, that's right. This one uh, I hadn't thought of. Angela said uh, cooked peas. I like them raw, but the cooked ones are yucky and the texture is slimy. I kind of get that. And certainly the canned peas... Are uh, mushy and weird. Yeah. yeah. Ew. So that's okay, Angela. Kelly uh, doesn't like avocados, boiled eggs, or cottage cheese. I am with you on the cottage cheese. Can't do it. Put it in my uh, uh, lasagna, but mm-hmm. it's texture. 
my dad and husband could eat cottage cheese all day, every day. And I, while I'm making lasagna, I'm a cottage cheese and a lasagna over ricotta as well. And I always think to myself, again, kind of like the bananas. Today's going to be the day I yeah. start to like this. No. Nope. It looks good. I take a bite. I go, nah, I don't, I do not like this. It's weird. That's why we're asking on Facebook.com slash your morning show. What's the food that most seem to like, but you can't stand it? And Anya mentions you, Laura, in her comment that she doesn't like sauerkraut. Uh, Don't even send Laura after me. I'm still not eating it. (laughs) You know, I did not realize my love of sauerkraut until much later in life. I, too, used to think, oh, that smells weird. It looks weird. And then I had a bite. How I had my first try, mashed potato as like the base, the bed of mashed potatoes, sauerkraut on top, lots of pepper. Loved it. Now this uh, this aversion to cucumbers that I have, it's the phytochemicals, and then people who have the certain gene, it's like poison. Kayla, she knows about phytochemicals. She said another one is the taste of a coffee bean. We did this lab when I was in biology for college. Really interesting. See? It's not just in my head. Uh, Mm. uh, Jason, tomatoes, olives, mushrooms, peppers, avocado, seafood, uh, but we'll eat freshwater fish, asparagus, beets, Jason. Wow. <laughs> What's left? Meat, of course. Meat. <laughs> going to be a little bit picky at the dinner party. Oh, now all this stuff. No, nope, not going to work for Jason's me. Jason's coming for Thanksgiving. Oh, what are we going to serve? <laughs> Facebook.com slash your morning show to add. Always love hearing from you. It's the Q102 Morning Show on Q102. I don't want to push the Christmas music season on you, Laura. Oh, really? Because it sure seems like that to all of us. No, but this one, uh, I don't think anybody would add to their list. It's being called the possibly the worst Christmas song ever called An Old Fashioned Christmas, Daddy's Home, released in 1975 by Linda Bennett. Are you familiar with Ms. Bennett and this song? Um, It's cringeworthy. It's four and a half minutes long. I've condensed it down here to less than two. That still kind of tells the story of uh, they're waiting for Daddy to come home. And then the song is interrupted by a fake radio broadcast about a bus accident. Oh, my God. Let me, let me uh, treat you with what could be the worst Christmas song ever here on the Q102 Morning Show. So far, so good. Oh, wait. Sorry to interrupt this program, but a bulletin has just been handed me. There's been a serious accident involving the number five bus out of New Haven. The only information we have is that the bus skidded on a patch of ice and slammed into a tree. Stay tuned to this station for further details. Okay, yeah. But then later... Did he die in the bus accident? Well, the Christmas song continues, and then they interrupt uh, again. No survivors. No survivors. This just can't happen. What am I to do? He's got two little kids. What have I got left in life to look forward to? <laughs> Who will walk me down the aisle on my Jeez. wedding day? 
Musical yeah. in the matter of a four-minute song that could be. Was that done ever on stage? I feel like that's the next Christmas song. Hey, yeah, a Christmas yeah. musical based on that. You could song. direct it, and then we I could know. we could start it in July and then yes. go all the last yes. few months of the year. Just get all the Christmas music early. Mary Ellen mocked would buy a ticket to every show. Oh God, <laughs> and put it on the Hallmark Channel, of course. No. And I, okay. Let's one, and another thing. Wait. I know it was the mid seventies, but the girl, the little girl, who's gonna walk me down the aisle? And the little boy, who's gonna take me outside to play? It's like that ridiculous. Remember HughesNet uh, commercial for rural <laughs> um, internet? We live in the mountains. It was the whitest commercial you've ever seen in your life. Well, you know, mom is into this whole social media thing. Dad is working on his electric guitar and his motorcycle. The little boy is learning all about dinosaurs, and the little girl is into is the latest tunes. No, she's into oh. the, all the hottest. Using <laughs> like, that, the uh, internet company for white people. Uh, they did change it, by the way. They did. <laughs> did you write to the company? <laughs> no, but I don't think after we you finished were alone. up to your pop tarts. Okay, <laughs> sincerely, Tim Burns. Then you moved on to that. Uh, add Linda Bennett and old fashioned Christmas to your oh. uh, holiday traditions this year. Yeah. Gather everyone yeah, around. Can I for sure do that? <laughs> Here they are again. Can't wake up without it. It always sounds good. Tim and Laura, the Q102 Morning Show. Let it be known. Twice in one day, an announcement. Yeah, and the first one was, there's a deal of the day in our big deal store at Grizzlies. But no, this is something very timely and very exciting. McDonald's is releasing today custom-designed Crocs. Just uh, for you. No, I take that back. <laughs> let it not be known. Or let it be known. No, yeah. McDonald's, no, you are better than this. Listen, they're based on no. the Grimace, the Hamburglar, and Birdie. Was Birdie one of the McDonald's mm. mascots? I don't remember Birdie. Don't, and they're in the classic red and yellow colors. they got matching socks, too. Now, the socks are $20. The Crocs are 70 to 75 They dropped no. today. Even if they, no. the Even if they were free with a Happy Meal. No. Stuff those Don't stockings with McDonald's them. Crocs. Now, here's sports with Todd Bergan. Uh, the Broncos winners in Monday Night Football last night against the Bills. 24 to 22. They originally missed the game-winning field goal at the end of regulation, but the Bills can't count. Apparently, they had 12 guys uh, on the field. They're only supposed to have 11, so they got to kick it again, and then they made it the second time. So that directly led to the Bills losing to the Broncos, 24 to 22. I think it's pretty clear that uh, among certainly this show, this building, Todd, you are the wordsmith who I often have to look up words you use to okay. describe uh, <laughs> yes. certain things. Right. Uh, somebody assembled a list of uh, slang words from the 30s oh. that they wish we'd bring back. Are they all PC? 
Uh, yeah. Okay. All oh, right. yeah, they're PC. All right. Now, some of them I think you do still use, try to keep them uh, alive. Sure. Like boondoggle. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, I've heard you use that. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. a frivolous waste of time. Does that sound yeah, like... Uh, yeah, frivolous. I've dropped that here and there. Sure. Yeah. Uh, boondoggle. Yeah. Uh, I like the sound of this one. No good, Nick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, that one I haven't heard of. That sounds like they just put a bunch of words together. Well, it's right. someone who's nothing but trouble, a troublemaker. No yeah. good, Nick. Well, I'm guessing skullduggery has to be on the list someplace. It was. I uh, I didn't write down that one's All definition. Right. What does that mean? Uh, up to no good. Up to no Okay. Yeah. Ne'er-do-well would yep. be right up there with that no ne'er-do-well good. would be doing skullduggery. <laughs> <laughs> Take yeah. the day off, kids. You don't even need to go <laughs> to class right. today. You're learning everything you need to know right here. Gather around. Acamarecus. Ah, I don't know that one. I thought it'd be like a like a an uproar or a you know, like oh, one, yeah, I like, can like, see that. Like, like a, a ruckus. Like a kerfuffle. No. A kerfuffle. <laughs> uh well kinda. Pretentious nonsense. The uh, uh equivalent of malarkey. Acamarecus. Mm. Okay. All right. <laughs> now be careful how you use this one. Floss. Yes, your hygienist will hound you about it. But in the 30s, flossing was synonymous with flirting. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. Showing off. Sure. Uh, Here's a word Laura's been looking forward to describe us to. Nitwittery. Fancy word for stupidity. And and when we're together, it's often we're doing something called boneheading. (laughs) Boneheading? Yeah, just being boneheads. Being a bonehead. See? Children? (laughs) I mean... Learn something. There'll be a quiz later. <laughs> Are you guys having a good time? Katy Perry on the Q102 Morning Show. Even she has a Christmas song you'd like to add to your family collection. Mr. Santa, take the day off. Get a massage. Because we got this one all on your Please, no! 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 Cozy Little Christmas. You, you haven't heard that one? Yes, but there is a time you and place. And just, we have another, just a week. Give it a week. A, well, and a week. After and next week. A week like and ten, well. Eleven days. You could, yeah. Could you wait that long? No. I suppose. Well, just for you, I, I've been working on a secret project. Oh, boy. I figure this is as good a time as any to present a song that I've been writing uh, in your honor, like holding off on the Christmas music, you Scrooge. And uh, <laughs> No, it's, I am uh, not. I am just saying there's a time and a place and there has to be some orderly uh, behavior to keep things in line. Now this is a little rough. I only have one verse so far. I'm working on okay. more, but I, I see what you think here. It's too soon for Christmas music. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Way too soon for me. There's no snow yeah. or mistletoe and good luck finding a tree. Except the fake ones are on sale now at Home Depot. <laughs> Christmas music was special when it was played round then. I'm excited for Christmas music. 
now's way too early to begin. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, I like it. I was sick of you. Thank you. <laughs> will that make you stop, though? No. No, it will not. It'll tease you a little bit. Mornings on Q102. Well, we joked a little bit with Todd Bergath uh, about the kids gathering around to learn from this show, but I'm, I'm here to tell you, we are just so full of information that <laughs> you're going to be able to share at your workplace, at, maybe at your Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, next yeah. Week. Instead of the political or religious yeah. talk or anything else, bring up some of these fun factoids and uh-huh. say, well, did you did you all hear this on the Q102 Morning Show? Well, yeah. let me tell you. Maybe some of your guests will be staying at Days Inn. Do you know how Days Inn got its name? Uh, probably sitting around a boardroom, they said, should we call it the Nights Inn or the Days Inn? Days, they said, the yeah, let's go for days, uh, you know, so they spend multiple days here. Well, that's, uh, you were good at BSing in class, weren't you? On like... Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I mean, I did fake my way through the flute. That was just moving my fingers and blowing. Yeah. But yeah, I was pretty convincing with it, yeah. Days Inn was named after its founder, Cecil B. Day. Really? Yeah. Ah, Simple as that. Right? Huh. Ah, There's a bunch of these. uh, Google. We all use Google. How did they come up with that? His cousin, (laughs) Ethel B. Google. Ethel B. Google. (laughs) Said, hey, we should create a web page. No. Oh. Uh, It's derived from the word Google, G-O-O-G-O-L, which stands for one, followed by a hundred zeros, sort of like the infinite, uh, you know, math people would know this. It's the amount of users Google founders expected to have after establishing domination over our entire lives. Google. Well... I mean, that one that one fit the bill, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sony. It's a mix of the Latin word sonus for sound and American slang sunny, which described a young, proactive, stylish young person. Ah! Uh, that uh, one's kind of No. I mean, nah, sonus I makes sense. Yeah, I want to put a question mark on that one. So let's go with Nintendo. Did you say you have an old Nintendo or had one? I have one? the original. Oh, yeah. Old school Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an acronym for two Japanese words. Nin, meaning entrusted, and Tendao is heaven. Oh. Trusted heaven. Nintendo. Yeah, it was. I mean, when you were living that time and you didn't know years in advance how graphics and gaming uh-huh. would, would come to be, that was like heaven Yeah. at first. It was like, wow. If okay. you could take a video game of today back to the 80s and say, hey, kids, gather. This Check is where this, this is going. Wait till you. They would blow their mind. Oh, wouldn't I it? wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah. And then we have one more. We, I, we may have talked about this before because it's got Scandinavian roots. And, well, I mean, we're heavily in Scandinavian country here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Lego. It is a Scandinavian brand. A simplified version of two Danish words. Leggot. Play well. Leggot. Mm. I mean, again, take the day off, kids. Yeah. You've learned it all before school even got finished today. And it's all free, amazingly. That's right. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.